Welcome to the podcast of Unity Fort Worth. In it, you'll hear this week's message and meditation. If you'd like to hear and see the complete service, you can always find it at unityfortworth.org or on the Unity Fort Worth Facebook page. Unity Fort Worth focuses on positive and practical Christianity with a willingness to explore the entire world of religion and spiritual thought. Unity Fort Worth streams live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Thanks for listening to the Unity Fort Worth podcast. So before I start my talk today, <clears throat> I want to share a little story with you. A story that's known to this community, but I don't think a lot of people of our host community actually know this story. And it was just whispered into my ear a few days ago, so I wanted to share it with you today. Um, a long time ago, um, probably a few decades ago, a mother and her daughter came home from service, and the daughter was telling her mother, said, you know, I, I really heard something very peculiar today. Apparently, in these, between these walls, inside these walls, there is this ancient, ancient ghost, a ghost of an owl, a ghost that represents wisdom. And the mother asked, who? You get there. <laughs> All right. I waited for two months to tell this joke. <laughs> All right, so today's Whitestone ceremony, which is, as you know, most of you know, uh, who have been around for a while, a very special um, ceremony, a tradition in our movement if there is anything that we do together worldwide, it is the burning bowl that we did last week and the white stone that we do today. And it's very fitting that our first Sunday in our new home is going to be the Sunday where we do together celebrate the white stone ceremony because it is all about imagining something new, literally picking up a new name. That's what we're going to do. Last week, when we were doing our last service in our sanctuary, in our old sanctuary, we were asked to let go. And over the week, I hope you had an opportunity to find ways for you to truly let go so that, that you are ready today to pick up that new name, to be a blank slate and allow your spirit, your divine self, to give you that name in secret. And so what I want to do is, as I always do, just explain to you a little bit how relevant this ceremony is and how it ties into the New Testament and what the symbolism behind um, is. So what is it about, you might ask? And... First of all, which makes a lot of sense to all of us since it's the beginning of the year, it's a setting of intentions for the coming year and the future. But there's more to it. It's also based on our inner knowing. That's why the burning bowl is so important, because we need to let go of all our limitations as much as possible so that we are ready to understand what our new intentions are. Because if we don't get rid of as much of the things that are in our way, 
if we don't do that, then our intentions are based on our limitations rather than the truth. So it's all about in the knowing. And also, it's a willingness to show up. All of you, whether you're in person or online, you were willing to show up two hours after our usual time, right? I'm so excited to see how full this sanctuary is today. This is not something that we could have expected, right? So, you know, I know it's hard, right? Change can be so hard. If you, like Adrienne, Adrienne and Eldon, 30 years, 30 years you came to the 11 o'clock, right? Maybe the early service when there was an early service, but you know, for the past few years it was 11 o'clock, and probably for most of you, 11 o'clock, that's, you know, wherever I are, where I am, I'm going to drive to Unity Fort Worth at 11 o'clock, right? And now it's one. So thank you for embracing the change. It is your willingness that will allow our community to thrive. Your willingness to let go of what may have been comfortable and embrace something new. To me, something new is often exciting. I get really excited about new stuff. And then I get quickly bored about it too. So <laughs> that's, that's kind of like my journey to learn about it. Anyway, so the other thing that we need to understand about today's ceremony, it's about our humanness and about our divinity. It's both. We're doing something very physical in the human world, but we are combining the physical with the spiritual today. And that's why we have a bit of a shorter message, hopefully, and, and a longer meditation. Right? So in that longer meditation, that's really when I ask you, even if you think you have your new name, to be a blank slate and allow the meditation to guide you to that inner spirit and allow that inner knowing to give you the new name. <clears throat> the White Stone Ceremony is based on the book of Revelation uh, written by John of Patmos. And as most of you probably know, uh, the book of Revelation is probably the hardest book to read, at least in the New Testament, if not in the entire Bible. It's highly, highly, highly symbolic. You cannot, in my opinion, take any sentence literally. You have to understand the symbolism. Because back then, John was prosecuted by the Romans, and you know, it was known that he had to kind of write in code. So whenever we read something, we should understand that it's likely written in code. And today, today, we're going to decipher that code a little bit. So you have on your screen um, the verse, chapter 2, 17. And I want you to close your eyes for a moment and just take these words in as I read them to you. Let anyone who has an ear listen to what the Spirit is saying to the churches. To everyone who conquers, I will give some of the hidden mana, and I will give a white stone. And on that white stone is written a new name that no one knows except the one who receives it. Take that in for a moment. 
there's several things that are happening here when we try to decode this verse. And you see it highlighted seven different symbols. And those seven symbols, what they mean, we're looking at that right now. So these are the seven symbols. We have listened to spirit, saying to the churches, conquers, hidden mana, white stone, new name, and no one knows. They all have a specific meaning. They all tie into the rest of the New Testament and some of the symbolism, some of the characteristics, even some of the cultural background in ancient times. The first verse, or the first sentence in that verse, says, let anyone who has an ear listen to what the Spirit is saying to the churches. There's two meanings there. One is listening. In Matthew 11:15, we read, let anyone who with ears listen. It's very important that we understand it's not about the physical listening here. It's about the deep listening in our hearts. That's what we're asked to do today. So it's not just about, oh, what's my new name? Let me lose 20 pounds this year, you know? <laughs> That's kind of like listening in the physical, okay? But, but finding meaningful relationships, that's a little bit closer to the spiritual, right? Or finding the love of God within me so that I always can connect with God within me, within others. That's more spiritual. That's a little bit deeper. So it's the deep listening that is asked here. The second part, and they both connect, comes from Jesus telling Peter, and I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. We all build churches, right? The church is us. It's the physical and the spiritual combined. And Jesus is addressing Peter because Peter actually means rock. And as we all know, if we try to build anything on sand or if you ever lived in Houston on clay, um, not very stable, but if you build it on rock, it's very stable. And so Jesus recognizes that in Peter, but here's the second thing that a lot of people don't know. Who knows that Peter was not called Peter in the very beginning? A few of those, what was his name? Simon. Simon, Simon in the Hebrew interpretation means deep listening. So when Peter was first called, he was called Simon, and he is the symbol of deep listening. And out of deep listening, he transitioned into Peter, which in unity is the first power of the 12 powers, which is representative of faith. Faith is the rock upon we build our church. So when we look at this sentence, we understand that we need to learn to listen more deeply beyond the ear, more deeply inside of us. And then we can listen to what the Spirit is saying to the churches, which is to us. The next thing is to everyone who conquers. Here is from John 16, 33. I have said this to you, again, Jesus saying, 
So that in me you may have peace, in the world you face persecution, but take courage, I have conquered the world. In that moment, the disciples understood that Jesus had this incredible understanding of how spirit and humanity works together. He was never really, or not that often, you know, very rarely frazzled by humanity. Sometimes he was, right? He got angry at the disciples once in a while because they were just you know, doing stuff they were not supposed to do. But most of the time he came from spirit. He understood the combination, the oneness between humanity and spirit. That's what it means to conquer the world. So as we go into this ceremony today, we are asked to conquer the world. We're asked to listen deeply to the spirit. And when we listen deeply and the spirit is speaking to us, or we are letting spirit speak for us, that's when we conquer the world. That's when we put aside all our fears, all our worries, all our ideas about what we're going to have for breakfast tomorrow, how we're going to pay our bills in two weeks. That all needs to go, because in this moment, we don't need to eat breakfast, and we don't need to pay bills. In this moment, we just need to be us fully. And then the hidden mana. Most of you might remember from Bible study or school um, that the hidden mana is connected to a, a Hebrew scripture story when the Israelites were kind of like getting lost in the desert. And as they were getting lost, they got really hungry. And then they were complaining to Moses about being hungry and they were all getting frazzled and you know how we all get, you know, hangry. They were getting really hangry, right? And then, then God would, you know, actually give him manna, and, and then, of course, you know, God told Moses, by the way, don't, don't, don't try to store the manna, right? Don't try, you know, trust God that there will always be manna, meaning bread, the bread of substance out of which everything exists. And, of course, what did the Israelites do? Like we all do, we always do the opposite of what we're told to do, right? So they tried to store it, and then it got spoiled. So you, here you have like kind of like the whole story about that. Like our ancestors ate the manna, and then, but it is my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven, gives life to the world. What Jesus is saying here is when we recognize that we are more than just humanity, more than just flesh, and we recognize God or the universe or nature or whatever we call it within us. We recognize something that is a lot bigger, a lot greater than us. And we also recognize that we all share this core of being, this principle, this infinite potential. Then we know that the true mana, the true bread, cannot come from the physical. True bread true substance that will give us energy to live and thrive and be who we truly are can only come from spirit. And it is hidden for two reasons. It is hidden because we've gotten really so used to put so many masks on ourselves so that we can exist safely in society that we're hiding that mana from others, because there's always this little fear that if we show 
who we truly are. Someone will take that away from us until we are ready to understand that that can never happen. Love can never be taken away. Love is always in existence. It will never run out. It will never go anywhere. So we need to learn to let go of that fear and understand that mana, that love, that substance is always there. The second reason is why it's hidden is because um, God just thinks we need to do a little work, right? It's not that easy. We need to work at this. Like what Adrienne was saying, you know, it's like unity really teaches to do something every day. It's the challenge, pray every day, meditate every day, be kind every day, be compassionate every day, learn to recognize the spirit within you every day. It's work, right? It's not hard work, but it feels hard sometimes. So then the white stone really has a cultural background. Um, they're token of innocence, privilege, good omen, Jewish high priests, their headdress and their breastplates, they had white stones, and they're also representative of the Ten Commandments. Um, it's just a symbol, a physical symbol that you're taking home today. But it has a lot of meaning. You know, when you dive into the archaeology or anthropology of that time, hundreds of years before Jesus Christ, then you understand that white stones really had a lot of meaning. Nowadays, it probably will be a diamond, right? Who in here doesn't love a diamond, right? So you, you get a diamond in the rough today, and it's up to you to put pressure on it until it turns out into a four carat or how many carats you want, right? So the white stone has that symbolism of purity and innocence. As you write your new name on that stone, I want you to remember that. It's pure. It's yours. And you get to write whatever you want. Because it's a new name and no one knows. And no one has to know. You don't have to share this with anyone. And I, wanna I want you to respect that. Even if you are in a partnership, a relationship, you know, even if you want to know what your partner wrote down, they have the right to keep that hidden because it's theirs. It's their spirit that speaks to them, and it's their new name to keep. No one has to know. It's personal, private, it's sacred, it's a covenant between you and your higher self, and only those who receive a name receive a white stone. And so because you have a white stone, that new name is already floating around you. And over the next few minutes in meditation, what we're going to do together is to recognize that name for you. Okay? And that's really it. So listen to spirit means listen deeply. Saying to the churches means to build the spiritual body. To conquer means to overcome the world, to overcome our limitations. The hidden mana is to recognize the spiritual substance, the potential, always available. The white stone is to receive 
a pure, innocent heart. The new name is our sacred intention for this year. And no one knows means it's ours to know. We don't have to share. But we can, of course. But it's yours to choose. So let us move into meditation to see if we get this new name. Take a moment and settle your body, allow it to relax in whatever position feels comfortable to you. You may uncross your arms and lay your hands comfortably on your knees. Plant your feet firmly on the ground, make that connection to the world with your feet, the feet of understanding. And allow the top of your head to connect to spirit through your crown chakra, spirit is received and given. Allow that to follow your breath. Breathe deeply into your heart, your mind, your body, and your soul. As you allow your body to relax, recognize that your spirit is relaxing also. Relaxing in a sense that it's coming forth, shining the light within you. Allow this to be the time when you truly let go anything that you have already let go last week during the burning bowl ceremony. Anything you're still holding on to right now, just let it go. Recognize this time as sacred. Understand that this is a time just for you. It's a promise. A promise that John is giving us through his revelation. A promise of a gift. A promise of a truth.
And if you have a ear to listen, then you will hear. Listen deeply. Find some kindness and compassion in your heart. Recognize the harmony in your mind. And listen. Some of you may already have a name. You may already know what that name is. So you may hold on to that name or just wait if it changes throughout this meditation. And if you have yet to give, be given a name or claim a name for yourself, just hold on and be patient. Listen, listen deeply. There's no accident why you're here. And you know. There's no accident why you waited till 1 p.m. to just join us for this special ceremony. Whether you're here with us in person or online does not matter. trust and have faith that you are the rock upon you will build your own church also ask yourself, ask for that new name to be given to you, or ask your higher self to reveal it to you so you can pick it up. As it is said, if you ask, you will receive. Find joy in your heart. Be grateful. You can ask yourself, what is the essence of who I want to be this year? And listen. What do I need to learn? Where do I need to grow? Listen. 
How do I want to live? Listen. Where do I need to give? Listen. You will know when the work comes to you. It may be one or two or more. It could be a word like honesty or truth or sober or love, friend, joy, compassion, faith, truth, trust. It could be a word related to a new career, a new path, a new place, a new relationship. Your spirit knows. Spirit always knows. Spirit already knows. And spirit will communicate it with you right now. And if you're ready, if you have your word, then write it down. And if you're still unsure, just be patient. And tell yourself to listen even more deeply. your name, just take your time, write it down, have it resonate with you. And if you don't know it yet, that's okay. Don't despair. We'll give you more time. Those of you who know, you may write it down now. And for everyone else, we're going to move into silence just for a couple of minutes. as we move out of silence together, just recognize the word that becomes clear to you. Write it down. Give thanks. Feel gratitude. Be assured that your essence will always be revealed. Your life will always be filled with goodness. You will always be loved, embraced, and honored. 
there's no moment in life where this is not the truth. Keep the stone with you. It is yours to keep. Keep it somewhere where you can connect. Put it in your pocket, in your purse, in your car, in your shrine, where you're guided to keep your new name. And as we give thanks for this gift, we slowly come back to this room and get ready to be present in our lives with our new name. And so it is. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Unity Fort Worth podcast. You just heard this week's message and meditation. For the live streams and more information, go to unityfortworth.org.